Well, you know, we're in limbo here in Dub Nation, waiting for the Warriors to make the next move, whether it's a trade, whether it's a, whether it's free agency. So I decided why not bring on one of the most popular, one of the most reputable Bay Area sports media personalities, the host of the Murph and Mac show, Brian Murphy, joins me next. This is Locked On Warriors. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. He's one half of the Murph and Max show. You can follow him on Twitter at KNBRMurph. Brian Murphy, my old dear friend. Great to see you. How are you doing, brother? How is the morning show treating you? And what are you talking about these days at the sports leader when it comes to the Warriors? Well, I, first of all, great seeing you, Cyrus. Thanks for having me, man. Pleasure yeah, man. and honor. Um, so can you imagine Thursday? Like, where were you Thursday around noon when you got that news? It's funny. I was shepherding an entire Little League 11-year-old all-star team into the center field gate at Oracle Park for a team field trip. Wow. Like, hey, kids, don't go running, you know, don't go, you know, don't chase that seagull, you know, don't talk to strangers. And all, and all of a sudden my phone, kaboom, 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 kaboom. Chris Paul has been traded to the Warriors. And here we are now, almost a week later or a week later, and we're still trying to put it together. Although I might be, it might surprise you to hear that I was one of the few that did not want to jump off the Golden Gate Bridge the moment I heard it. Okay. I was, I was intrigued as hell. I was like, still wow. intrigued, still What's intrigued. That? Are you still intrigued? Not only am I not still intrigued, I'm actually like a week later, I'm even more comfortable with it than I was a week ago. I know, I know, I know. I wrote about this uh, in my jock blog for KBR.com and I'm like, okay. go ahead and throw your objects at me. You can. So I'm a, I'm a, um, listen, I know the Warriors are not perfect and they've made any number of mistakes through the years. We, you can talk about draft picks that haven't worked out or free agent acquisitions that didn't work out. But the fact of the matter is, they have been for the most part for the last 10 years, the gold standard in, in the NBA. Right. And so many of their personnel decisions have been great. What do you want to talk? Andre, Iguodala, Sean Livingston, all the way up through Andrew Bogut, Kevon Looney, on and on and on and on and on. Anything we can talk about. Obviously, mm-hmm. Steph, Clay, and Dre drive the whole engine and everything. But for the Warriors to make this move, to me, my number one takeaway, Cyrus, was, wow, this tells you what they thought of Jordan Poole. And you're wearing your pool party shirt. And collector's know, edition. Collector's <laughs> edition. Yeah. Absolutely. And over the past week, you know, in trying to <laughs> digest as much information as I can from people smarter than me, some people say you should never look at an NBA trade as anything but a contract deal. Like it, there's nothing to do with X's and O's or personalities that every NBA trade is a financial deal. And that's one way you can look at that. And if that's if that's the way this was pitched inside the Warriors office, inside Chase Center, guys, this is the money move we got to make. That signing pool to four years, 130 or 140 million, I always lose track of the numbers, was the wrong move given his production last year and given what they've decided to junk the two timelines with trading James Wiseman. 
uh, at the trade deadline, you know, and just and really just sticking right now with Kuminga and Moody. And as it turns out, not even Pat Baldwin Jr. He goes away too, right? That was kind of a little low key move. Yes, there. it was. Yes, it but, was. Um, I thought to myself, uh, you know, it, w- w- wow, they they couldn't have moved Jordan Poole fast enough. And then I said, my my second thought was, if this insane narrative of Chris Paul, as he himself has now called, we've heard Chris Paul speak this week. He said, I, I've been the sworn enemy. That's the phrase he used, sworn enemy. <laughs> he goes, I know it's crazy. I've been the sworn enemy there at Golden State, and now I'm going in there, so I know it's crazy. But my immediate reaction was, they don't do this unless there's a 100% sign-off from Steph Curry. Of course. Of course, so, yeah. That, to me, made me, as a lifelong Warrior fan and Warrior observer and Warrior commentator, made me intrigued as hell. Like, wow, Steph said, okay. And and so the two aspects of, wow, they couldn't wait to get Jordan Poole out of town as fast as they can. And, oh, by the way, they shipped him to Siberia, too. Yeah, it, you know it, I mean? Yes, the NBA's version, yes. He did not go to the Nuggets or the Celtics or the Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, he, and then, wow, Steph is willing to – the lion is going to lay down with the lamb here, you know? Yep. I mean, and it just goes to show you so many things about, you know, veterans. And, you know, they say politics makes strange bedfellows. Well, so do NBA trades, you know. So True. that's my that's my big picture take. You're the you're, I've never heard anyone have better adages than you. You and you always, they're always apropos and perfect for the situation. You're generally, firmly rooted in the mid 20th century too. So I got to phone up. Like I remember, I, the first time I ever heard uh, uh, <clears throat> "necessity is the mother of invention." That was from you. That was like 20 years ago. I, I remember Tommy Edison. I think wasn't it? That blew me away. I was like, uh, "Whoa, whoa! That what a great quote that is." Uh, Anyway, so so, but the, and I, I agree with you. Chris Paul is fine. I, I have no objection to adding a future Hall of Famer. I mean, he fills a need that certainly Steve Kerr's wanted for years. They've been pursuing like a veteran backup point guard for since uh, since twenty twenty one. I feel like Gordon Drogic. They they couldn't get Patty Mills. They couldn't get just this last year. They couldn't get Patty uh, Patrick Beverly. So so Steve Kerr finally got his traditional backup point guard the why of that we'll find out i mean this is this is a steve kerr need but this is also as i've been jokingly saying a team of hobbits this is a very small team this cannot be the finished product uh your thoughts on that 100 percent. and in fact we had mark spears on the show um yesterday and he said i'm he mark spears said people are telling him that paul will start and we're like what that's a small, and he said, "Looney off the floor." I was like, "Whoa!" I said, "You know who likes to hear that? Nikola Jokic likes to hear that. Anthony Davis likes to hear that, right?" So I don't know if that's accurate. You know, we'll see. And listen, I'm not going to doubt Spears; he's amazing. But um, yes, they are so tiny, so tiny. Now, Poole was not huge, obviously, and also Poole was a, a major liability defensively. Yeah, let's be honest. So major, I mean, yes. I mean, I, I mean, Chris Paul maybe isn't a lockdown NBA All Defensive guy, but he's better than Jordan Poole. Okay. So, th- so that, that right there is something to consider, but a hundred percent, you're right. They absolutely with free agency starting Friday have to start addressing the, the paint issue, the rim protection issue. Mm-hmm. And you start looking around and you're like, what's out there. Cause they can only sign veteran minimums. Right. And so who's going to take a veteran is Brooke Lopez going to take a veteran minimum. No. <laughs> um, you know, we were looking like on the list is not that many. We were down to Mason Plumley. You know, as I mean, who might not still might not you, you still might not be able to get for a veteran minimum. By the way, he might be worth more than that. Yeah, on Thursday I'm doing a, a free agent extravaganza where I'm gonna, literally going to list every single possibility. I'm sure you've been doing the same, but 
Something tells me the buyout market is where they're going to find their diamonds in the rough. Uh, like a Danilo Gallinari might be available, like yeah. those kind of players. But I'm with, yeah, this team, in my opinion, is far from a finished product. It's interesting what Mark Spears said about Chris Paul starting because um, I didn't know this until like a week ago that Chris Paul has never once in his entire damn near 20-year career has never once come off the bench. Never. He's been a starter the entire time from the beginning of his rookie year to now. So, and the way you hear uh, Steve Kerr talk about Clay Thompson, when we come back, we get, I want to touch uh, talk about that with you. The way he talks about Clay, how he like scoffs at the idea of bringing Clay off the bench, given how prideful Clay is. Like, like he knows Clay doesn't want to hear any of that talk. And I wonder if that's what's going on here. Maybe Chris Paul is a starter because these are some sensitive, highly egotistical individuals. No offense, but you know, it, it could bruise those egos quite a bit if you bring them off the bench. And I wonder if that's what it is, but could man, be. Every, there is yeah. the other, there's the other theory that there's nothing realistically, there's nothing less important or more overrated in American sports than the NBA starting five. I mean, it really is about two things. A, how many minutes do you play in a game? B, who finishes the game? So, but it's funny, man, we get so caught up in it and the players do too. The players do too. Now the, the counter to that Cyrus is Andre Iguodala, right? I mean, Iguodala came to town. He he, talk about a prideful veteran who never came off the bench. Yep. Somehow, some way, the Warriors, whether it was Bob Myers, maybe, who's not there anymore to sell I know, that's... Things. It might have been Bobby or Kerr who sold it to him. and for, Or Andre's a special guy, maybe, who was able to do that because that changed the dynasty, didn't it? I mean, that changed the dynasty. 90 day. Right? United, so, yeah, absolutely. So who knows? Massive I mean, change. We don't know. We've never dealt with Chris Paul. We don't know his personality. We don't know what his stage in life is. He's at a different stage in life now than he was 10 years ago, right? <laughs> Um, absolutely yeah he, he might be say hey this is my life adventure i'm going to come off the bench at golden state and see how because i mean bill walton 1986 celtics you know there's a guy who started every day of his life and he, there's any number of examples through the history right. of basketball of guys who who later in their careers you know adjusted their roles now will that be chris paul we'll find out so that's why it's so intriguing like you said not a finished product my gosh so far from a finished product but intrigued as hell as i said yes. at the outset I'm just so intrigued because we didn't know where that we knew they had to do something dramatic when the season ended. What was it going to be? You know, was it some people thought it would be Draymond? And we haven't even talked about Draymond possibility. There's a lot to talk about. Yeah, there's a lot still to touch on. (laughs) There's still a lot to touch on. And look, even though this may sound hyperbolic, I've been saying the moment the season ended that this is the biggest offseason in franchise history. It's simply because the Warriors have never had a dynasty. And Correct. it's it's at a crossroad. I mean, are they going to continue this thing? Is it over? Look, I, I have Brian Murphy here. I I love you, brother. We have a lot more to talk about. Uh, sit back for a second while I give some love to eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. Murph, will I have you for a second? What kind of car are you driving these days? I'm just curious. He says I'm keeping it I'm keeping it real with the Honda CRV, buddy. Nice. Like That's suburban, humble. The suburban yes. uh just sort of uh sensible gas mileage. Yep. Uh, plus plus KNBR's uh contract with BMW ran out. <laughs> Well, look, Hondas are dependable, right? I mean, they, they, they go oh, forever. Oh, great. It's been awesome. They, they, they absolutely, man. Hey, so like Chris your... Paul coming off the bench. This is like this is like, this is is like like the, the car equivalent of Chris Paul coming off the bench, all right? <laughs> You're making, dude, it's, it's, it's early for me, man. You're making me laugh. I'm going to cough up a lung. But, right. but, so the next time you, you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors with eBay Guaranteed Fit. You can be sure every part you need fits right. That includes your Honda Murph. 
Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know that the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only exclusions apply you are locked on warriors your daily golden state warriors podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day thank you for making locked on warriors your first listen every day every dayers uh coming up this week on the show damon bruce comes on kylan mills and i are going to have a free agency extravaganza but right now i got brian murphy host of the Murph and Max show on KNBR. You can follow him on Twitter at KNBR Murph. Uh, let's, geez, there's so many topics to choose from. Let's get into Clay. I want to talk about Clay. It's on the, it's on the little side panel there. Uh, you know, I've been, when it comes to, first of all, I, let me ask you this real quick. Do you think the, the big move that's to come, if there's a big move to come, is going to involve trading either Kaminga, Moses Moody, Clay Thompson, all the above, None of the above. What do you think is going to happen there? Well, there you go, right? Great question. So what, let's start with the guy making the decisions, Mike Dunleavy Jr. We're only learning this guy now, and we certainly learned that he's not afraid of the bold move. Yes. My God. Yes. I mean, my God. Talk about um, For us old heads, the analogy was to when Brian Sabian came in with the Giants in 1996 and immediately traded Matt Williams. It was like, whoa, dude. And it was like, oh, oh. For people who don't, for our 30 and under crowd, um, it was, it was like the Chris Paul move, but maybe worse. I don't know. Just in a it way was shaking. It was because, yeah. because Jordan Poole's not as beloved as Matt Williams was at that point in time. More what hair, it was, yeah. was a revolutionary move in, in Brian Sabian's famous quote at the time was he went on KMBR and he said, I am not an idiot. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> so, and then, you know, they win the three championships and all that. And then that very year in 97, they had a really good year. So Mike Dunleavy Jr. Reminds me of this. Okay. I can't remember a new GM making a move that, I mean, Myers came in, he didn't do anything like that. Um, you know, I, yeah. So, so Dunleavy Jr. Now, of course we always said, you know, they're not doing anything unless Joe Lacob says, obviously he's an incredibly hands-on owner. Not every owner is as hands-on as Joe Lacob. So Dunleavy ain't doing it unless he pitches it to Lacob, but obviously he and Lacob cooked up this Chris Paul deal, this Jordan Poole deal, which shocked everybody. So to answer your question, I wouldn't rule out the gigantic move you're talking about. However, my gut, my gut and my experience tells me that this was the big move and that right oh. now that this was, oh. that they're going forward with veteran minimums, bigs, and that Kuminga stays. That's my, that's my, my belief. Moody stays. And you're looking now at, let's say Paul does come off the bench and that right now you're going Steph, Clay, Dre, uh, Steph, Clay, Dre, Wiggins, and Looney. And then here comes off the bench, Chris Paul, Jonathan Kaminga, Moses Moody, and Gary Payton the second. That's a pretty nice nine-man rotation right there, That's right? I, I don't disagree with that at all. You're right. I mean, and we're all waiting for Kaminga to take that next step, right? Well, and, and well now, it depends, depends on perspective. I think he's he. if you just give him the minutes, we'll right. see that next step, no, right? I mean, that's a whole other discussion, but yeah. And I'm with you, and, and it's weird. Kerr has not trusted him, but. So listen, I could be hundred percent wrong. You can clip and save this thing and just be like, here's here's no. a guy who's as Bruce Jenkins calls it, 
uh, uh, when Bruce Jenkins of the Chronicle writes his predictions every year, he goes, or as I like to call it, dead wrong in public. You know what I mean? So, so, but my gut instinct is that this is the move. Now, you're talking about, I, I don't think they're going to trade Clay Thompson. I think when, when, when the season ended in LA, the first thing we heard everybody say, Steph, Clay, Dre, and Steve Kerr was, this was not a championship team, but we are going to come back and make a run at it with this group again. And I don't, you know, I know there's lies, damn lies in press conferences because Mike Dunleavy Jr. said, we're looking forward to Jordan Poole staying with us for the next four years. Yeah. The next, you know, the guy's <laughs> a freaking He's a freaking Washington wizard. He's a wizard. Of all Three days things. later, they're gone. <laughs> so, I mean, so that is with a big giant asterisk on it that I'm saying that what they said after the Laker game about running it back. So I, my belief is that they will not trade Clay Thompson. My belief is that they will keep Steph, Clay, and Dre together for the window, as we're calling it now, right? This window. This, we're calling it the Steph Curry window, right? Yeah, great, great way to describe it. Great. Right. Yes. The Steph window, which I think, they're, I think they're saying three. I think they're thinking they got three, which is I, my belief is that they'll sign Draymond to a three-year deal. Same. To mirror Steph's contract extension. Same. Now, Clay only has the one year left. You know, now, Chris Paul, we get into it now. Chris Paul's money can expire at the end of the year. Right. Or they could move it at the trade deadline if it's not working out. Right. Um, so financially, can they sign Draymond for three, keep Steph and clay? I, I think so. I mean, you know, the CBA obviously is hamstringing them per Dante DiVincenzo's leaving. Right. I mean, that's a, right. an example of the new CBA killing. Which is weird by the way, like a total random tangent side yeah. note, but, uh, like it's weird how certain aspects of the CBA are are taking effect immediately. Like like the Warriors, for example, can't use the mid level exception because yeah. they're in that second apron. But uh, apparently, you can still spend money to buy draft picks. That's how they got Trace Jackson Davis. So I don't. I have no idea. Like I don't think the teams have even gone hey, to the big Bible yet. Let me tell you what. I've been in pro sports media a long time. All right. <laughs> let me tell you something. There is nothing. I have never encountered anything more baffling and stumbling and it had has killed my fandom more than the NBA collective bargaining agreement. There's nothing. This number one. And that says something when you look at the NFL, that says something because the NFL's system is totally complicated itself, but it, it, yeah, NFL you, looks, it looks like kindergarten compared to the NBA. <laughs> so, so there's a certain point where I got to tap out and I got to say, I got to ask Dunleavy's got to bring in his staff to explain to me, what they can and cannot do. Cause, and, and I'm, I wish I had that genius to, to but I have limits. I'm just oh, a man. On, man. I got feet of clay, buddy. So anyway, the point is, is that um, the, uh, we were talking about uh, trade and clay and, and I, that's my, my estimation is that they are going to, now the sad part is, is that when they were playing the Kings two months ago, we all thought we were witnessing an old and slow team against the young and quick team. Right. Yeah. And so we're going to, get older right it's like you know so that's the, that's the cringy part that's, that's the cringy, the cringy. very yep. cringy so like are can they win a championship with the in the steph curry window by adding chris paul which would lead you to believe that maybe maybe there is another big move you know well, but it, yeah. yeah no and that leads into because because uh i don't know you've been on the show a few quite a few times now and i love it it's an open door policy for you by the way anytime you want to come on here say when um, but so one of the times you came on, you brought up the analogy, which I love because Eddie D to me is, was the greatest sports owner ever. I, 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 the, to me, like we grew up in the barriers spoiled witnessing. And if you observe closely studying the blueprint for how to build and maintain a dynasty, he had to go in 18 years strong 
before the man turned into a riverboat gambler. And unfortunately, his sister took the team, and that's that. But we were talking about Joe Lake of being the next Eddie D. Mm-hmm. And I, I like this offseason so far, I think proves it that much more because previously he said he wasn't going to spend over 400 million. Right now, they're projected to go over 500 million. It probably may, maybe even way more than that. And he's willing to spend the money. That's Eddie D style. I love it. The other part of the Eddie D factor, though, is that. Eddie DeBartolo would have moved on from Clay Thompson this offseason. He was not a man of sentimentality, yet somehow everyone still loved him. When Joe Montana came back, he came back with with love. And so my question to you is, you're right. There's a a strong possibility, and and I love your instincts, that the Warriors may be done with big moves. But, I mean, if you're looking at this on paper and you're looking at this, I think, pragmatically, it's probably smarter to move Clay now than wait another year. Uh, do, so do you think Joe keeps clay because of sentimental reasons? Like, like, do you think he actually sees value there and maybe he just needs an off season of, of better conditioning? What are your thoughts on that? It's a great question. It's a hundred percent, a great Thanks, question. Sir. And you are also right about clay and Eddie D you're hundred percent. Right. I mean, it wasn't just, clay. I mean, he, I mean, he might've moved, he might move on from Draymond too. You know, he might move on from Draymond if it was Eddie D I mean, he moved on from Ronnie Lott, Roger Craig yep. and Joe Montana. So I mean, yep. they were big they eventually, you know, so my gut instinct, and again, this is, I'm not inside the bridge club where they're having their dinners and they're, and they're carving their, their meats and, and drinking from chalices. You wish you were like me, right? I I want in. I want in. (laughs) Not in there once, once at the, at Oracle, Raymond got me in there. Oh, nice. I like it was at, um, I like it was at, what do they call it? The the Knights of the Round Table, Sir Lancelot or whatever, King Arthur. Yeah. (laughs) We were pulling swords out of stones and stuff. But anyway, um, I would my gut instinct is that is that they actually do believe that Clay like Clay is so defiant about his skill set that I think he's sold it to the team like I'm still that guy I'm still him I'm still the guy who can he was saying all the way through the playoffs man bad news for Sacramento I had a bad night remember at LA he he's kept kept asserting that he was going to go off in the next game it didn't happen that way right um you know, there's that theory about coming back from an ACL or Achilles that it takes you a while, it takes you that extra year. Problem is, he's getting up there. You know what yeah, I mean? But, exactly. guys, as Tom Brady and others have proved to us, age is not what it used to be 10, 15, 20 years ago. That is true. Um, I mean, look at Chris Paul. I mean, how, what would you think about a 38, soon to be 39 year old point guard? But he wasn't that bad last year. I mean, no, he's no. not the same. I mean, if you go by, you know, some of the stats, his player efficiency rating was well higher than Jordan Poole's, you know? So, um, so I, I believe it's my, you're asking me and again, dead wrong in public, but you're asking me to predict the future. Uh, I, it's my belief that Lakeup does think that Steph, Clay and Dre have it in them. If okay. you surround them, if Kuminga and Moody continue, if, you know, Trace Jackson Davis can be a guy off the bench. I mean, it's not unheard of. A rookie doesn't have to sit. I know Dunleavy said, correct. He does. I mean, we just who we just want was it Christian Brown for the Nuggets was playing and in, in, Keegan Murray was starting. Keegan I mean, Murray it's, it's not impossible. Exactly. So it doesn't. Ha- and I loved the Trace Jackson Davis pick. Loved, loved. Um, I'm very, very 50-50 on the Pajemski. He looked very limited athletically. To same. Me. That's a same. Big problem. But anyway, people's getting the Nico Van- Mannion vibes. Unfortunately, I hope it's the hair. It's the hair. That's the yeah, only reason you know. why. Know, it's skin colored hair, man. That's ridiculous. But get, yeah, go. You get the white dude with the red, the red yeah. tinges. You get the ginger, and yeah, it's a problem. And the curls. Yeah, the curls. Know, man. So, but anyway, um, you're right, and it's a good point. 
that this is where Lacob does not act like Eddie D. Um, football maybe, is also, maybe, football is also right? a more violent game. You know, it's harder on the body. True. Um, that was also 30 years ago where training methods weren't nearly what they used to be, what they are now. I mean, God, I mean, dude, we are really – one of the things that's really hit me about sports in the last several years is – and I always call it the Tom Brady effect. Like, guys are guys are just way, way significantly better conditioned to play later into their 30s than they used to be. I mean, that's a real thing. Uh, we know so much more oh, yeah. about nutrition and weight and 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 weight training and and what you put in your body. And guys are taking it way more seriously now. Brady's the poster child for that. Um, you know, in the NBA, and in the NBA, you know, look at Steph. Yeah, Steph is a, it's the Tom Brady slash Steph Curry rule. I'm I mean, still trying, Steph- I'm still trying to understand how like people are aging differently now. Like Tom Brady. Who I mean, look Dude, again. Maybe he's a total Harris, outlier, but let me jump in on you right now. Yeah, please, I know this please. means a lot to you. What's happening on Friday on the silver screen near you? Eighty-year-old Indiana Jones is whipping the, is cracking the whip and wearing the Panama hat, dude. I know you named your dog after Indiana Jones. Yes, sir. Rest is my favorite film character. I mean, he's a badass dude, academic. Harrison Ford's eighty. <laughs> It's incredible. It's incredible. I mean, look, not that this matters, although in my head I'm trying to I use it because trying to, to suspend belief to want to imagine an 80-year-old kicking ass is a little difficult, but he was like 77, 78 when he recorded it, uh, when he filmed it. So that makes my stomach uh, uh, accept it a little okay. better, but I'm with you. But it's, not just- Steph, it's the Tom Brady, Steph Curry, Harrison Ford rule, right? Yeah, <laughs> but it's not just that, Mur- Murph. I mean, Sparky Anderson, when he was like 45, looked like he was 80. Like, we don't see that anymore, you know? It's weird. I, I, you know me. I'm a, the ultimate UCLA honk. John Wooden looked – dude, he, did he not look like the guy from American Gothic when he retired, dude? He was only 64. He was 64. He looked like he was Gandalf the Wizard, right? Dude, Popovich is 74. Right. All he's doing to do is look to sign up with Wemby for the next five years. You know? right. I mean, so I don't know what happened. Hey, it's good news for you and me, man, because we're not. We're well, I'll say kids. this. You have kids. I don't. Yeah. Your grace that are showing up the moment you started having kids. Okay. I I think there's a I think there is something to say about that right there. But but regardless, actually, you know what it was? My barber, uh, I used to go to this guy in 20th and Noriega and he, it was before I had kids. He goes, man, you're getting really great. He goes, I noticed ever since you got married, ever since oh. you got married. <laughs> so. Which. But look, and I, and I met your wife. I know your wife. She's phenomenal, oh, she's man. Awesome. I mean, she's almost like a uh, – she's become a, on social media a personality herself, man. Yeah. People know her now and love her, and rightfully but, so. Hey, You're lucky, dude. Marriage is not for the faint of heart, and she would say the same thing. She would say the same thing. But we made it. We made it this far. But anyway, so that that's a long way of saying that Lacob, that's my belief, dead wrong in public, that he stays with Clay, and he still thinks – and it's differing than Eddie in a number of ways – Basketball is not as violent a sport, and bodies are different than they were 30 years ago. But, Cyrus, we could be doing this in a few months, and Clay Thompson could be a uh, Orlando Magic, for all I know. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're absolutely right. So, still to be determined. I mean, best-case scenario, let me know what you think. I, to me, best-case scenario, if they go with – run with what they have, and I know you got to go wrapping it up here, um, is, look, Clay Thompson did not uh, follow his typical routine last offseason when it comes to conditioning. Uh, he had a mental block, uh, so he didn't want to play pickup basketball, which is where he blew his Achilles in the first place. And I, I saw a correlation. Who knows if it's true, but there was a correlation between him starting to play back-to-backs and then his game suddenly declining. And, and you know, we heard Kerr 
Kerr doesn't just say things, right? Like, so when he brought up the conditioning part of Clay, I think he was he was sending a message there. Like, Clay, your conditioning needs to get better. But if it does, maybe we see an improved version this season, right? Maybe we see someone whose legs aren't going out underneath them and his shot's still there. Maybe Kaminga and Moody really grow in years in year three, and we see some sort of semblance of the 2014 Spurs where Kawhi kind of emerged in year three uh, to be finals MVP. Like Kawhi was in his third year when he won wow. finals MVP. And wow. so that's best case scenario. Uh, what are your final thoughts on that and anything else you want to promote? Well, no, I'm with you on that. And I think, that, and again, that's my belief is what they're going to do. And you can argue, you can sit here and listen to this pod and say, well, then they're not winning the championship. And you'd be, you might be right. You might be right. But uh, let me ask you this. If they had kept, let's say they did nothing and kept Jordan Poole, would they win the championship? Well, they just didn't. Right. And he, and he, did not have a good year, and defensively, the man is a major liability. Yes, you got to play defense in this league to win a championship. So, addition by subtraction, there, I'm highly intrigued by what they will do in the next few weeks. What Mike Dunleavy Jr. will do. I know you cringe when I said that might have been the big move. If it was, then coming <laughs> and again, Billy, the great Billy Bean will always say, "Hope is not a strategy," but hoping that Kuminga and Moody do step it up and do GP two, you know, come back off that core surgery playing that D you know, can Wiggins kind of, I mean, Wiggins kind of is who he is. He's never going to be that alpha. He's never going to be that a one guy, but you but know, close, close. I mean, listen, he can be, you know, he'd be so, so great. And you know, they missed him for what, how many games he had look at last year, dude. He, That's fair. He disappeared for three months. And for like the whole for like the whole season, there were issues. He had injuries. His dad. I mean, weird, weird, weird year. So yeah, Wiggins, was, was. let's give Wiggins a fresh slate. Let's see what Dunleavy cooks up. Do I think they're going to win the NBA championship? No. Do I think they have a chance? Maybe. Yeah, that's a great call. Uh, and totally and the last thing I'll promote is that I'm I'm Please. taking it's Little League All Star Baseball season, so I'm managing the Millville Little League 11 year old All Stars. And you know what Love we're doing it. on Friday? We're canceling practice and we're going to the 3 p.m. showing of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Dude, are you serious? Yeah, so that's for you, buddy. That's why I brought Harrison Ford. I might, I might make it make a return to the movies. I've been in a movie theater in like five years. I might go for that movie because let me tell you one thing about movies these days: 45 minutes of previews. It's unbelievable. You're like, bro, I get the point. I can see these on YouTube. Just show me the movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, you started as a newspaper reporter. Are you, uh, and you've, you've published a number of books. Uh, what are you working on these days in terms of writing? Just the KMBR blog is all I'm doing okay. right now. And then I do an, a, a column for NCGA magazine. I'm, I, 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 it's got, the projects kind of have to come to us. I don't chase the projects right now. So we'll Fair. see. We'll see. Maybe Fair. I'll be writing the Patrick Bailey. Uh, Omar. Maybe I'll be writing the. The 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 uh, the lion lays down with the lamb. Colin, how Steph and Chris Paul won a di- won a championship together. That'll be the that would be amazing. Point. That would be phenomenal, right. man. Whatever you do, it's going to be amazing. And you can listen to Brian Murphy five days a week on KNBR, whether it's KNBR.com, 104.5 FM, six eighty AM. These days, the kids stream it on the uh, on the app. The KNBR. They're showing app. us. On, they're showing. They finally showing us on the on the on the stream now. So people are checking us out on Twitch and YouTube and they're laughing their asses off. So, hey, I mean, at us, I mean, which is great. Right, right. But isn't it, it is weird how like we all of us have to be visually present now. That didn't used to be a thing. That's fairly new. But so your your morning show is now on YouTube, YouTube and Twitch. Yeah, there you go. But Twitch, look at that. <laughs> right. Looking like this, buddy. Looking like this. You get Polly Mac. You'll get I'm going to bring Mac it back like, on soon. Like, I have during to, commercial man. breaks, you'll get Polly Mac like air drumming and air guitaring and like, <laughs> 
<laughs> go get it. Okay, it's time for your nap. Right. Go, go, go get some sleep. I love you, man. Thank you for taking 30 minutes out. Love you, brother. Follow, Be good. Follow Brian Murphy on Twitter at KNBR Murph and check him out in all the work he does. Thank you, brother. This was an absolute pleasure. Uh, love you, man. Take care, brother. Peace. Later, everyone.